I'm just going to get right into it. Um, as this is my diary, uh, I try to keep this moderately professional, at least so you know where it's at, because I do, I am a podcaster in general, so I know how this goes, but I really don't. Um, it's nice if you listen, but mostly this is for me, right? And some decisions on this journey um like when we're going to get sperm and inseminate that's what it's called right insemination we've decided that so that's fun um i've started to take prenatals and some other vitamins um just like a catch-up on this whole journey thing and i just feel like i've been overthinking this entire process um and i just want to keep it real basic i I think just at first to see hey you know if it works it works if it doesn't then we'll you know tack on some extras and appointments and things like that um but just kind of a a catch-up um on where things are right now so uh yeah yeah uh let me think there is more to say you know so stay tuned you know i've really been um slacking in my marketing with this podcast a lot but that's just because I really, with this particular journey, I'm, I just want to be really homegrown and basic. If no one ever hears this, if more than the people that have already listened never listen again, that's fine with me. Because um, this is like a documentary, I guess. And I know it's been slow going and a lot of just like in some parts complaining about people's ignorance which is just i don't know why it still astounds me but it does also excuse the chewing sounds in the background my dog decided to come sit at my feet and gnaw on her bone um so there's that (laughs) Uh, but it's just kind of like interesting um when you start really seeing differences so yeah, those differences. Um, okay, so we're gay and we're black. NBD, right? No big deal. For, for those that are like me and slow to acronyms, no big deal. Um, and I don't really think of that as like this huge thing um, at all. It's just when I am in a different space and seeing what it looks like in a different lens. Let me explain. So aside from the uh, black community and how 
uh, sexuality is largely viewed in a lot of ways, how baby making is viewed, and I think it's kind of like surpasses colors, is uh, race, excuse me, as well, um, because it's still very much so heteronormative in general in this life that we live in, in this world that we live in. And uh, yesterday I had the honor and privilege to go to one of my very best friends uh, baby shower he and his wife are expecting and it's like freaking awesome because I just think the absolute world of him um, and his wife and I mean I've known him since we were teenagers Um, I don't know he's just like the sweetest um, the sweetest nicest guy like ever um and he's, I don't know, he's just a really good person. You know, you just know people that are just like good ass people. Like he's just such a good person. And um, his wife is such a compliment to that. Uh, they're just the greatest couple and I'm so happy for them. Um, but you know, I kind of feel like how I felt with our wedding to where there's all these traditions that people do that don't necessarily I don't necessarily I'm a traditionalist but I also feel like some things don't belong in our super lesbo space sometimes um and it's kind of and it's and it's not because I want to separate myself from it it's because I just don't see how it could be anything else outside of a a hetero like uh spotlight on it like a spectrum like a what is the word I'm thinking of uh perspective And maybe that's my self-limiting view, right? Is that I can't see it outside of that lens. Uh, like baby showers, you know? Gender reveals, I kind of don't see the point in those. Um, it's fun for like... I don't know, I've been to a gender reveal now. And it was also with another straight couple. Beautiful, beautiful couple as well. Who's going to have another beautiful baby. Both are having boys, which is awesome. Um... Oh gosh, and just like the love that these people exude is just amazing, and you just know that regardless, um, it's just you know you're just you're just happy for them, you're excited for them, right? Um, the gender reveal thing—that's a whole other conversation. I just I think it's fun because there is that suspense and things like that, and I learned that at gender reveals you don't give gifts. So for people who think that you're just having two baby showers, like no, you're not. And the games can and may be the same but not necessarily because you're not really I don't know the 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 gender reveal I went to was a black couple and it just kind of felt like a family barbecue kind of situation like a get-together um that concluded in you know we did play a couple games which was just a whole bunch of crazy ridiculous stupidly funny uh pointless things because everyone was making up their own rules as black people do in games every literally every person had their own version of the rules and the scoring was kind of mood it was just but it was fun it was a lot of fun um and then you know we had the the reveal or what have you which was them using the syringe to get like blue liquid out of a diaper or whatever but they kind of had to because no one really knew how to do it uh, well, they knew how to do it. These are a whole bunch of people like in the medical field, but it was the way that the cake was put together. They didn't actually understand like the mechanics 
Um, so the baby was mutilated, and then, <laughs> and then we figured out it was a boy. Um, and we did actually do it right, where you saw the liquid coming out, and it was nice. It was cool. <laughs> um, and then the people whose baby shower went to yesterday, um, their gender reveal, uh, they posted it kind of like a gif or video kind of thing like on facebook slash instagram um and that was just i think like uh like the confetti explosion thing and like the color blue or a balloon popping with the color blue you know something in the air at a park kind of thing that wasn't smoke i can't remember um and you know and and they did theirs kind of just like as an as an announcement which i think is cool too um i don't know if they had a whole party for it but i think that the announcement was nice um yeah so the gender reveal thing for me i just because i don't want us to know the gender which is something that my wife and i are discussing because I don't know guys she's she's not a very good person with surprises um so that's a table discussion for right now uh just for right now but uh so I just kind of feel like you know it's very it's very this gen to do something like that so I think it I mean it works you know do I want to have one maybe an announcement would be cool but mostly I just don't want to know um at all and I love gender neutral things I I I I like not like I like not you know prescribing to the blue and the pink out the gate I think kids are going to choose and be whoever they are um but I've always been like that you know I was never the girl who liked pink but I was the girl who liked frilly socks you know um my wife likes pink whereas I'm pretty sure my well I'm actually positive my life my wife um my life my wife loves pink um but she was a tomboy growing up. Uh, and I was a little girl who wore white frilly socks who did not like to sweat, did not like to be in the mud because those said socks would get dirty, like those kind of things. But I think that gender reveals are interesting. I, but I, I, I also kind of feel like with the view on gender, I feel like, um, I don't know. I feel like it's a, it's a sometimey thing. And my wife and I both, I don't really want to, wouldn't want to have like a party for that uh even if we do know the gender um that being said baby showers i think baby showers are awesome i have planned a baby shower um for one of my best friends it's a great time i've gone to several um and i enjoy myself i've never been to baby shower with gay people um who are the parents ever i don't i only know two um people that are gay or adjacent and have children um one of which I did plan the baby shower for uh uh, she is very fluid so she loves the spirit and etc whereas uh, another couple they're gay I mean they're lesbian um but they're uh, you know their kids 11 or 12 now and 
I met them long past their kid being a baby. So, um, you know, I've never seen it. Um, and when I planned the baby shower for my friend who is queer, um, you know, she had a boyfriend at the time and her family expected very certain things. So it was still very much so even there were some things we tried to incorporate that were a little bit uh, we tried to stay away from games that were so male female I guess like pretending that the guy's pregnant and things like that um because just of who she is right um but the baby shower went to yesterday I mean the games were great like they had a coupley game where you had to like feed someone with pudding which was the funniest shit I think I have ever seen uh the funniest and then there was a game where uh which i participated in where you had to drink from a baby bottle um everyone pay money for those expensive nipples do not get your basic baby uh bottles because let me tell you these these kids are thirsty uh these kids are hungry um because those baby bottles fucking suck uh absolutely suck even though they're super cute get a different nipple open it up a little bit more i know growing up i would see people you know like aunts and stuff and they would always like split the nipple a little bit because the hole is ridiculously tiny and a hungry baby i mean that's why i just grow up i remember seeing babies struggle with like nipples and you'd see them like stop and mind you too oh my gosh that's why babies well babies have gums of steel before they have teeth anyway but wow the roof of your mouth just from sucking oh my gosh bless those little those little angels oh my gosh i was like this is painful um and then there was another and i lost by the way um then there was another game where oh yeah we had to we had to measure the belly i was so close um i was one square of toilet paper off because she was 12 squares and I was 11 but I was like top four and then it got wheedled down and wheedled down and wheedled down um and then the guys had to like put the balloons in their shirts and be pregnant and try and put on shoes and things like that and that was cute um but I feel like if I were to put a a queer spit on that right we could definitely still feed babies with pudding or pe- babies people with pudding i guess if you're into pudding i don't even like pudding i don't even agree with how it's made um and then you know people have allergies <laughs> um but that aside uh like the pudding game is fun or feeding them something like even feeding them mother baby food like that's fun um and then the be- measuring of the belly is super cute uh the the bottle thing is nice you know but then it's like do i really think that no my wife isn't gonna know what it feels like to be pregnant so i guess you could still play the balloon game but i don't know it um my dog sorry about that it uh i don't know i've been long before going to these baby showers you know i've been looking at like spiritual practices of honoring the mother and I feel like there's beautiful ceremonies where the mother can be honored and it'd be like a really female empowered situation 
with, you know, meditations and henna and just love filled and making flower crowns and blessing the feet. And, and I feel like we both can partake in that because we're mothers. I feel like the thing about, to me, a baby shower, yes, it's about the baby that's coming, which is fine. Celebrate that life. Absolutely. Um, I feel like the dad gets left out a little bit, you know? Um, it's always about, I, I, you know, and like, I get it, you know, I get it. The pregnant woman is like this fucking vessel, this holy fucking vessel. I get it. But I feel like, um, I really want to include my wife and I, and I don't really, I don't know. I like games and things like that, but I feel like that's. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's a combo. You know, have everyone come and do certain, like, ceremonial things in terms of, like, you know, like a group meditation or blessing or something like that because we, we live this hippie life. And um, also having, you know, a gift exchange, you know, gifts for, you know, mom, whether it's crystals and sage or or, or, you know, onesies and cloth diapers. I don't know. But it's just really interesting to me. Um, because you always kind of feel like, I don't know. I always kind of feel like I'm on the outside, on the outskirts of things. that is not like I feel not included because I definitely feel the inclusion you know what I mean I'm, I'm, I but I the dynamic is just so far from my life it's like the world that I grew up in you know it's like I obviously I grew up I grew up with the assumption and I was raised with the assumption that I was straight um and you're around straight people I mean you do have you know your quote-unquote funny cousins and things like that or the cousin or the uncle or aunt who's got like a friend that they've just been living with for eons um so there's like those little odd things where you pick up on it like huh why is that like that but you 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 grow up straight in a straight world even when you're not straight in this straight world and there's for me there was a sense of kind of my so-called lifeness where things are just revolving and happening around you but you don't necessarily feel an intrinsic connection um kind of like how I feel about men I love guys I love hanging around guys I think guys are great like I told you the, the baby shower I went to is one of you know my really good guy friends since high school you know like I love him so much you know I have so many I have men in my life that I absolutely adore um but there is an intrinsic disconnect if you're talking sexuality and romanticism, right? Um, but I can recognize that. But I can also recognize that there's that same feeling when I look at a straight couple doing something that most people do. You know, like it's just tradition. There's an... an, an almost intrinsic disconnect kind of like when we got married we decided not to like jump over a broom that was one thing that we were so adamant about because we're not slaves and I get that 
families have brooms that they pass down from generation to generation from, you know, whomever was last a slave um, in their family. And it's this great, beautiful um, rite of passage kind of thing. But I absolutely loathe the tradition. It is about a secret and shamefulness that this came from in terms of not being able to fully express and be 100% of who you are. Um, and because you know, that was one thing that we were just like, no. And now another thing that we did was, you know, she was very keen on me walking down the aisle toward her, but it was this whole thing of, well, who's going to walk me down the aisle? And I don't want to walk down the aisle by myself, but I also don't want to be given away because I'm not property. There's no dowry. You know what I mean? Like, um, uh, what is that? And we didn't have any family at our wedding. We just, well, we did have, well, we had family we didn't have we had one blood relative but I mean we had family there our friends are our family absolutely they were they are the chosen family um but uh we walked down the aisle together and you know it was something that we agreed on and that we really really we really sussed it out and talked about it um because generationally I believe you know like there's just a difference you know I am traditional and she's traditional too I found out in terms of like wedding planning and getting all those things but it's like you know I've walked so long I felt like by myself you know I had family yes were they supportive absolutely you know yes and no uh and they're loving and things like that but I feel like this journey I've walked alone until meeting her and we very much so walk together um so that was really what came down to and that's why we walked down the aisle together um you know because we were entering this together and continuing this four-legged journey that we've been doing um thus far and, uh, yeah, I mean, our ceremony in and of itself was like we had a blessing of the four corners. Uh, we also did hand fastening uh, ceremony, which is pagan. And then we also did it. We had a prayer, too, um, because, you know, it's all love. And we just, you know, we just what we connect to is what we connect to, you know, um, and our guests gave their vows as well to us as a couple so there are a lot of things that we added in there a lot of things that we did that were not traditional in 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 a lot in terms of the order and the combination and I feel like when it comes to celebrating a new life because a wedding does that and baby showers do that and gender reveals do that and announcements and things like that I feel like you know, there's some thought that I feel that I want to be very intentional about it, you know? Just like how I've been watching videos, well, well, yeah, YouTube rabbit holes, but... Yeah, I've been watching videos, um... Uh, with people who, you know, they don't name their baby prior to which is interesting to me um I don't think my name was decided necessarily beforehand I'm pretty sure it wasn't um but you know I know lots of people whose you know parents had decided beforehand obviously and in the in, in terms of my family and 
um, is very intentional planning, uh, and I really am obsessed with names, always have been, um, because my name is unique, and I've always been all about the meaning and how that definitely is kind of like an indicator towards like your life and how you're leading it in a lot of ways in your personality. It's very interesting, very interesting to me. Um, and you know, at the baby shower yesterday, they were talking about baby names because they haven't decided on one yet. And it was just like the most organically beautiful conversation about names. Uh, and like the people that we associate with these names, right? Um, like they named, uh, a lot of, you know, uh, Spanish names and things like that, but they're both from decent sized families and a lot of names are already taken. Um, and I told them, I was like, just combine names. It's like, that's like, that's what black people do. <laughs> it's like, we just put two names together, you know? Um, and then when one of the guests was talking about how, uh, his parents named all their kids after countries which I thought was really cool um or even like Usnavi which is like he was saying Usnavi and it was like literally spelled he was like it's U.S. Navy U-S-N-A-V-Y Usnavi but like no one you know like you don't it's just interesting like names can just really be whatever you want and then you know, uh, my friend had said that he had thought of Brock yesterday morning, which was a no, obviously, to his wife and to everyone. I was like, no, Brock's a douche. And he's got, like, feathered hair, and he pops up his collar with his with his baby pink polo from the 80s. No, Brock. What? Um, but I, I just thought it was just such a beautiful conversation. But it's just so many interesting things. Because I think from, I just, it's just kind of, I feel like I've been doing a lot of uh, observing um, like beautiful observations and the differences, but the beautiful differences, you know, like I know that I started off this conversation about, you know, heteronormative and lesbian and blah, blah, blah. But the differences I'm speaking about are, are ones that I don't always connect to because, you know, that's just not my life. And even in a family that did uphold a lot of tradition there's still a lot of disconnect there you know but gosh the differences are just they're really beautiful I've just really been sitting back and just watching and looking and listening and and being a part of conversations and understanding how so many people are just doing different things I think collectively a lot of the people that I've talked to are really unconsciously a lot of the time reparenting themselves while parenting and trying to do things different you know because most of us grew up in a way to where there was a there was a punishment and a demand and there was a fear and a lot of people I know are trying to stay away from that part of themselves and heal that part of themselves, even if they're not aware of it. And I just, I just keep seeing all these really beautiful things. And I, you know, I just, I mean, we haven't even bought the sperm yet, but I'm, I'm just really, I mean, this, this whole journey and really connecting to people and people who've created life and who are sustaining and 
embracing and growing and it's just it's just beautiful and so on that note with my dog chewing her toy and the beautiful differences that we all share I send you love and light and until next time if you're listening thank you Thank you for listening to Spermula. Stream it anywhere you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Also, if you want a more interactive experience, download the app Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R. You can cheer me on during episodes and also send in voice messages. For further communication, get at me on Instagram at SpermulaPod, S-P-E-R-M-U-L-A-P-O-D, SpermulaPod. Thanks for listening.